0: Welcome to the clinical podcast series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. Today's episode is entitled Distribution and Association of Vision-Related Quality of Life and Functional Vision. I'd like to thank our host, Dr. April Jasper, our topical expert, Dr. Jillian Youngerman, and our topical editor, Dr. Mo Plowman. And now it's my pleasure to begin today's broadcast.
1: Hi everyone, I'm April Jasper and I'm speaking today with Jillian Youngerman. Jillian completed her OD training at the Southern California College of Optometry before completing a residency in Pediatrics, Vision Therapy, and Vision Rehabilitation at the Center for Vision Development Optometry. She is an Assistant Professor at the Southern California College of Optometry. Today she will be discussing the August 2022 British Journal of Ophthalmology paper entitled Distribution of Associations of Vision-Related Quality of Life and Functional Vision of Children with Vision Impairment by Robertson et al. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, (laughs) so Jillian, I am so glad you're here because you're going to break this down and help everybody to know exactly what happened and how we're going to use it in clinical practice. So let's start first with a big thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So let's start by you telling us a little bit more about the overall premise of the study. Sure.
2: So the authors wanted more information about two previously designed and validated outcome measure surveys that they've been using for young children and teenagers with visual impairments. And specifically, they were interested in exploring whether there were potential associations with different social demographic characteristics or clinical characteristics and see if any of those were associated with a worse quality of life, vision-related quality of life, and functional vision outcomes as well.
1: So patient reported outcome measures have been a popular topic of research lately. I mean, I'm hearing it in a lot of different places. So what kind of questions did they ask? Sure, so for the vision related quality of life survey, basically what they did was
2: they gave the children a series of statements and they would have the children rate whether how much that statement was true for them. So an example of a question that they'd ask is, I feel different from other children because of my Mm -hmm. eyesight and the child would rate, you know, whether they agreed with that or disagreed and to what level. For the functional vision survey, basically they gave them a series of everyday tasks and they asked them to rate how easy it was for them or how difficult it was to perform that task. So an example was, because of my eyesight, I find watching TV and they'd say very easy all the way to very
1: hard. Oh, wow. And how did the results of these surveys compare to the other factors the authors were exploring? Yeah, so for the sociodemographic factors that they were
2: looking at, they looked at age, they looked at ethnicity, they would look at socioeconomic status, and then the visual factors that they were looking at were severity of visual impairment, the onset of the visual impairment, And they were looking at the, uh, excuse me, they were looking at the stability of the vision as well, whether it was getting worse or not. And surprisingly for the visual, vision-related quality of life survey, they didn't find any associations with any of the clinical characteristics they looked at or any of the socio-demographic factors that they were looking at. And for the functional vision, they did find an association where Mm -hmm. children reported worse functional vision outcomes with worse visual acuity. And for females, they did report slightly worse functional vision than um, males did for the functional vision. But it was
1: interesting, the vision-related quality of life, there was no association that they found. Wow. Okay, so what clinical implications do you think these findings have for optometric practice?
2: Yeah, I think this is important to think about. We really can't assume what our patient's perception of their quality of life yeah. is based off what their level of vision was, knowing yeah. that all the children in the study were considered to have a visual impairment, but level of visual impairment didn't really predict what their predicted quality of life is. So it's really important for us to listen to our patients, maybe yeah. consider some, using some of these
1: questionnaires to evaluate what we feel what they feel their quality of life is. Wow, this is something different and new. I love it. Jillian, thank you for sharing this with us. Thank you.
0: And a special thanks to Cooper Vision for their educational grant to make it all happen.